Johnson with Being Inspired Radio back with episode nine and I'm excited to be back um, flying solo again today after a couple of incredible episodes with inspiring guests and friends, mentors, teachers, sisters of mine who helped me explore different topics and themes in dialogue and in conversation, and I had a I had a really great time doing that, and will be doing more of that moving forward. So, if you enjoyed that format, stay tuned, and I will certainly be having more of it. And today I am with myself again, and looking forward to explore a topic, a theme that many of us are quite familiar with and certainly explore probably quite often in our own lives. And also a theme and topic that is very present for me, um, given that here in the United States, we just observed Memorial Day yesterday, which is an opportunity for us to really honor all of the servicemen and women in our military the veterans and those who um, are still serving and really give them honor and, um, and thanks for what it is they've done for us. And so the theme that we will be exploring today is that of freedom. And in light of Memorial Day yesterday, I went to this beautiful Memorial Day service with a cousin of mine and her family just outside of Minneapolis, and it was a beautiful opportunity to be reminded of the incredible freedoms that men and women for centuries now have have fought for and given their lives for. And it was very moving, and it's very touching to me to, to think of that. And it also reminded me of where freedom for me truly lies and where I currently find freedom. And in no way am I dishonoring or lessening the importance of what these men and women have done for us in service of my nation, where I have been born and raised. And of course, this is um, can be said around the world 
But what I'm, what I'm realizing or really feeling in tune with today is how freedom is not an outside job. And while we can all be grateful for the freedoms we have, and I know I am very grateful for the freedoms I have in terms of the opportunities I have, the, the fact that I do not live underneath a tyranny of any sort, um, we can still take advantage of that and we can still forget where freedom truly lies, which is within. So for me, whether or not I live in the United States of America or in some other country in this world who may not have as many external freedoms as I have, it is still up to me whether or not I feel free or whether or not I experience freedom. And one way this was almost reinforced for me as I was, again, meditating on this prior to this show is that it, it's clear to me and maybe to you as well that even for those of us who live in the United States of America, which is in... Um, many ways a very free nation or so you know so we do our best to to make it so many of us are still prisoners we are prisoners to ourselves we are prisoners to our habits to our identities we are prisoners in a way that we might say I am a victim of my circumstances and now this is not unique to those of us living in this great country. It is a human experience. We can all experience what it feels like to be a victim, to feel the limitations of our circumstances. And what I am experiencing and know with a capital K to be true is that so long as we are the victim to our external circumstances. We are not free. And so it, to truly honor, again, thinking of Memorial Day as being so present for me, to truly honor these men and women who have served, lost their lives, or spent their entire lives in service to the families of those who might have lost a loved one in battle for my freedom, quote unquote, it is up to me to then exercise that freedom, to honor it by choosing it within, by starting within, by not playing the victim, by not thinking that my external circumstances in some way limit me and what I can or cannot do. That is how I see we can best honor our servicemen and women at this time of year. And what else comes up for me around this? Because yes, I get that we are all born with different circumstances, different opportunities, life's challenges. Some of us are um, born into a family or into a situation that can feel very limiting. Even for myself, being born into a lower to middle class family certainly felt like it had its limitations. 
And there were many, many times in my life where I didn't think I had the same opportunities as someone else. I can even say I have thought that within the last week. So it is an ongoing lesson. And while it may be true to some degree that we, our external opportunities differ, that is, I believe, true. Some of us can choose to do something maybe because we have the financial resources that another person might not be able to choose to do. So yes, I am not, I am not insinuating in any sense that it is all even and we all are starting from the same place and with the same resources. I'm not saying that at all. Quite the contrary. What I'm saying is that as we start from various places and from different starting points and with different circumstances and different resources, we each still get to be free. I believe we are born free and it is that we are coming back to finding and then exercising that freedom during the course of our life. For me, freedom is making choices in each moment, having a choice and then exercising and making that choice. For me, that is where freedom is found. And we all have choices. The choices may look and feel different, but we all have choices. And ultimately, we all have a choice within. We've all heard this before. A choice to see something differently or to perceive it differently. And for me, that is where freedom lies. So I may not have these same external circumstances. And again, in my experience, that's very true. I see myself um, oftentimes feeling limited financially. And it's still up to me to make a choice as to how I respond to that. Do I see that as I am the victim, life is happening to me, and I am limited? Or do I see the fact that I may not have as many financial resources as others as an opportunity? Perhaps an opportunity to find other creative solutions. Perhaps an opportunity to create something. Perhaps as an opportunity to be okay with less. To mature emotionally or spiritually. As an opportunity to drop in and get closer to that within me which knows things are always okay and that I am always supported and taken care of. So we are always given a choice and then it is up to us to exercise that choice in each moment and that's going to look different for each of us. The other thing I want to say about freedom is that as I mentioned before, I believe it's an, it's an inside thing. It starts within. And I believe that experiencing and exercising our freedom starts by knowing ourselves. Many of us have heard the quotes and the phrases, and this also again came to me in meditation today as I was preparing for this show. The words, know thyself. And it, Socrates said this, and many, many others. It's been in, 
in spiritual texts, in philosophical texts from the beginning of time. We as humans have recognized the importance of knowing one's self before we can experience any true freedom or everlasting joy. It is by knowing ourselves first that we can then make choices. So for me, the opposite of freedom is, as I mentioned before, being a victim, which is a choice. Or the opposite of freedom is acting on or or responding on autopilot. The less I know myself, the less choices I can make in each moment, the more I get to see, oh, this is my pattern. These are my tendencies. If I begin to notice that I fly off the handle when somebody says something or that I tend to withdraw when I am in conflict with somebody or that I tend to become overly critical when I am feeling fearful or uncertain, if I can start to pay attention and know these tendencies or these patterns of mine, I have greater choice in each moment whether or not to respond in that way. And the choice lies with me. But without knowing that that is a pattern or a habit, I don't even know I have a choice. And I've been there. I have felt many times in my life, and you may know what this is like for yourself, where I didn't think I had a choice. I just got angry. Or I got really emotional. Or my My blood would start boiling and I would need to throw something or hit my bed or pillow. And I didn't think I had any control over it. I had no choice. That was who I was. That is how I responded. That is being a prisoner to myself. As I have become more and more curious to get to know myself, I have spent more than a decade reading books, taking personality tests, going to personal development training programs, experiencing what it is like to be a life coach and actually applying a lot of those tools on myself and reading more and more spiritual texts and personal development texts, I have come to know myself on a much deeper level. And from this place of knowing myself, I can then choose how I wish to respond. I no longer feel as if I have to respond in a certain way or I can't respond in another way. This is the other thing about freedom. Anytime we feel as if we have to do something or we can't ever do something, we are not exercising our freedom. This freedom that we are all so craving to experience more of. So as soon as I notice myself thinking, well, I can't do that. And that could be anything from a physical action in the world to having a certain response to something, um, to believing that I can never become uh, something. Now, again, I am not going to say we can all become professional basketball players. And just because I can't become a professional basketball player does not mean I am not free. But it is those thoughts of I can't do something 
or I can't experience something or I can't behave in a certain way. I'm just, this is who I am. That is limiting and that is not experiencing or exercising our freedom. Because even if I can't become a professional basketball player, I can still choose to see what what do I feel drawn to. I can still choose to accept myself for being five foot five and accept that dribbling a basketball down the court does not light me up. So there are still so many choices within that can't that I can explore and therefore experience freedom. The same goes with any time I find myself saying I have to do something. That goes from obligation to others to feeling like I have to act a certain way. I have to be a certain way. That for me has been a huge challenge for me my whole life. And that is for me where I lost a lot of freedom. And I shouldn't say I didn't lost it. Um, I, I actively gave it up in those moments. I was choosing not to be free or to exercise my freedom. That's still a choice. And in those moments where I felt like I had to act a certain way or I had to be perfect or I had to repress or suppress my emotions or I had to please others and I, again, couldn't ever say how I felt or I certainly couldn't tell them no. So feeling that, that to me was being a prisoner to myself. No matter how many freedoms surrounded me in my life. And this, I believe, is where so many of us are most of our lives. In this feeling of, I, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. We always have a choice. And I believe Thich Nhat Hanh has a quote and it, it really, it inspires me and it means so much to me. And when I first read it, I thought, wow, that's it. And it goes, it goes along with what we're talking about here. So I'd like to read it to you now and I'll share a little more of, of just what that means to me. But Thich Nhat Hanh says, letting go gives us freedom and freedom is the only condition for happiness. Wow. That's so true for me. So many of us are on this search for happiness in our lives to experience that unending joy that just runs beneath everything else that runs beneath all of the peaks and valleys, all of the challenges and strifes that we go through. Ultimately though, knowing that there is an ongoing or unchanging joy that can reside beneath that all. And that's the happiness I believe Thich Nhat Hanh is referring to here. And the only condition for that is freedom. And the way we find or experience or exercise our freedom is by letting go. Now again, we cannot let go of what we do not know. We must first know ourselves. We must first become aware of what am I holding on to? Am I holding on to a belief that I need to be or act or feel a certain way? 
Am I holding on to an idea of who I am or how things ought to be? Am I holding on to physical things in my life? This is another thing about freedom. I was thinking about this again in meditation and before where sometimes I think as humans, and I've certainly done this myself, we like to compartmentalize. We like to say, well, there's financial freedom and there's location freedom and there's emotional freedom and there's physical freedom, right? We like to say that there are these different types of freedom. Well, again, I go back to Thich Nhat Hanh and I very much agree that there's really one type of way of accessing freedom and that is the only condition for happiness. It does not need to be financial or emotional or location. It's going to shift and change in my opinion across all of them. So it's not important to focus on just one. I know for myself, um, especially in my industry, and I, and I have done this myself where I think, oh, I really want financial freedom. Well, why do I think financial freedom is somehow greater than another type of freedom? Now, again, in my experience and in my life, I have not had many financial resources. And to this day, I do not have many, if oh, many at all, financial resources. Again, that's been my choice. And still, I have experienced immense freedom. I have freedom of time and location if we want to compartmentalize it. But ultimately, I have the freedom to perceive my circumstances in a way that feels joyful or joyous or opportunistic or I see, choose to see it as an opportunity to learn something. And that, for me, is happiness or joy. And so no matter which type of freedom I am lacking, quote-unquote, I am still able to experience freedom. So I encourage, I, I just invite you to feel into that for yourself. Is there a way, is there a place in your life where you are thinking one type of freedom is more important than another? And then what does that do? Because for me, if I think about that, and if I say, well, okay, financial freedom is one thing, and I'm just going to focus on that. Well, now, let's say, okay, it might be true that with more financial resources, I have more choices. Or my choices are different. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. If I have more financial resources, my choices will be different. That's true. That, that to me feels like a true statement. However, at some point, if I have more financial resources, I could also see how my choices being different could be also limiting. For example, if I now have a huge, a beautiful home and um, I have, you know, these expenses that I have chosen to accrue because I now have the financial resources, I can imagine equally that there might be a time if I'm not in touch with what ultimate freedom is of feeling chained to that and once again becoming a prisoner to my financial freedom. That may mean that I feel I have to work a certain amount or I have to earn a certain amount or I cannot quit my job or I cannot do something different with my life. I might feel like I have to do something in order to pay these bills or I have to do something to maintain this lifestyle. 
So again, when I look at it purely through the lens of financial freedom and thinking that's what it is, or that's how I attain freedom is through finances, I can just as easily become a prisoner as I was before I ever had financial freedom, quote unquote. So I, and this can be applied to any of the areas. So I feel like what's, what feels just so true to me and what I am beginning to experience for myself amidst, you know, everything that I am um, experiencing and dealing with and choosing to have in my life at this moment or not have in my life is this sense of letting go. And to go back to what Thich Nhat Hanh said about letting go, and again, we must first know ourselves before we can let go. And again, letting go can look like many different things. For me, it has happened to look like letting go of a lot of physical stuff. We don't have to do that to experience freedom, right? Because again, freedom is within. It is not dependent on the external. Now, I chose to do that because that was how I um, was able to then uh, tap into some other freedoms. And, but, but ultimately, I was making a choice. I was making a choice to get rid of my, some of my physical things. Um, so that's one way we can let go, but it's not the only way. Another way we can let go is, again, of those identities or those beliefs about ourselves. I've spent my entire life believing that I am a perfectionist who needs things to be a certain way, that there is a right and a wrong, that there, there is a, there is one way to do something. And if that is not the way I am doing it or you are doing it, then we are wrong. And I have spent years experiencing misery because I chose to hold on to this belief and to this identity. As I learned about myself, I have slowly been able to practice letting that go. It doesn't mean I am free from it completely. However, I can experience freedom within it and despite it. I can experience freedom despite it because in each moment I get to choose. Am I going to feed my perfectionistic belief? Am I going to become defiant about something? Am I going to become overly critical in this moment? Or am I going to make a different choice and let some of that go? So ultimately, we always have a choice. And that for me is the, that was the first step to experiencing more freedom was knowing I have a choice of how I want to be, act, respond, live my life. And the more comfortable I got with that, starting small and moving my way into larger and larger things, knowing that I can be myself and still be loved. I can speak my truth and still be loved and appreciated. I do not need to pretzel myself or compromise who I am for somebody else. All of that started to uh, uncover and really reveal this freedom within myself that we were all born with. And then again, practicing letting go letting go of my beliefs, letting go of some of my physical attachment to things, realizing that I am still whole 
and okay without any of it. The freedom comes from knowing that we are already whole. That is why we can let go and we can say no because we know that we are whole. I think there was a lot of rhyming words right there. It may have been a haiku of sorts, but that's the, that's the point. The more in touch we get with ourselves, the more we get to know ourselves, the more we can accept that in the moment and then begin to let those things go because deep down, we are already complete. We do not need anything from the outside world to tell us that we are free or to, to show us that we are free. That is where our freedom lies. So for those of us here in the United States, as we are coming out of our Memorial Day celebrations, I invite you to really feel into this and think about this for yourself. How often are we looking outside ourselves for freedom? Am I free to do this? Am I free to do that? What freedoms have been granted to me externally? And again, not to downplay or dismiss the importance of what people have done for those freedoms. And am I honoring them by not being a prisoner to myself? Am I exercising those freedoms within? And that's what I want to leave you with today. I'm so grateful and blessed to be able to share things that are so important to me in this way with you and trusting that it is inspiring to you in a way that you need need it in your life. It's not the way I may need it or someone else is going to need it. My lessons have served me because I am here to learn a certain lesson. But perhaps my lessons can inspire you to examine your own and to find your own lessons through all of this. And that's what I think we're all here to do for one another. And I'm so grateful to get to do that and for you to drop in and take this time for yourself to feel that inspiration, to get to know yourself better, and then to ultimately experience the freedom we all have been granted. Thank you so much for listening. I really um, look forward to hearing you or speaking to you rather again and I'll be having more guests as I mentioned so keep an eye out you can always find this at my website amandajohnson.tv slash blog right at the top you can hear any of my episodes as well as over on spreaker.com slash being amanda j thank you so much I'll talk to you next week let's close it out with my favorite song of India Ari's I am light